On this Monday, we're talking Lucas Lay models, Dirt Car Nationals opening at Volusia, several news items and other weekend winners. Let's go. Today is Monday, February 7th, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Before we get into it, today's episode is brought to you by Dirt Tracker Plus. If you're a stat nerd like me, if you're a member of the media, if you work for a series or a racetrack, or if you play in some of the pools or the fantasy racing, Plus is for you. For $4.99 a month or $49.99 a year, get access to added stat tools, a full dashboard, plus exclusive stats in the analytics section at dirttracker.com. It'll help you understand and see dirt racing like you never have before. Outlaws, All-Stars, Lucas, Chili Bowl, all three USAC divisions, a ton of information is available. And I actually use Plus every single day putting these daily shows together. To grab yourself a subscription, click Plus in the navbar at dirttracker.com or visit the link below in the description. Instead of three nights at Alltech for the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, we only got two over the weekend. Brandon Shepard was the Thursday winner last week, but the uh, Friday program was lost to rain. The series was back on Saturday night, though, to continue speed weeks. On the Friday daily, I thought we could see a different winner on the season over the weekend, so I picked Ricky Thornton Jr. for Friday's win. With no racing happening, though, those picks then carried over to Saturday. And I was correct about a different winner. I just picked the wrong guy. In a feature that, uh, in, a, in a race that featured five lead changes among four drivers, it was 2020 Series champion Jimmy Owens coming through for the victory. Owens got by both Devin Moran and Tim McCready in lap traffic in the late stages of the race and led the final eight laps to earn his first victory of the season. McCready ended up second. Jonathan Davenport was third. Devin Moran's top two and podium streak was busted with a fourth place run. And Brandon Shepard completed the top five. Owens, T-Mac, Moran, and Tyler Erb all ended up leading laps. It was really entertaining watching those three guys battle through traffic over the second half of that race. Through the first six nights, Owens had basically been a non-factor. He had 10th place finishes at Golden Isles and Bubba, but that was really about it. I heard James Essex mention on the broadcast that Owens and his Ramirez Motorsports team had switched back to their rocket chassis in recent days. That squad had been a pretty staunch rocket team for quite a few years, but late in 2021 made the move to Longhorns. I guess they decided that that was not the direction they wanted to head now, and it seems to have paid off pretty quickly with the victory. With seven race nights now complete, Moran still tops the series point standings and will carry that orange spoiler to East Bay. There was no racing on Sunday, but teams did have a chance to get on the track at East Bay, uh, with six nights of racing set to come this week. East Bay is always a different animal for the late models, and we saw some wild stuff at the track in 2021. We had five different winners in six nights last year, and I think anything could happen between now and Saturday. I think three guys to watch for wins this week will be Brandon Shepard, Brandon Overton, and Tyler Erb. Those guys have the best average finish at East Bay over the past two years, with Shepard and Overton tied with three wins apiece, and Erb has two. And I don't see any reason to believe that Moran won't continue to be fast as well. The DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula likes Shepard for tonight, and I think I agree. He's got top 10s in every Lucas race so far, including that win on Thursday, plus four straight top five runs. Both me and the formula are two for eight so far on the season picking winners. As for car count for this week, if Michael Rigsby is correct, we might be near 70 cars in attendance. 
Sounds like a lot of guys are headed to Tampa this week that haven't raced thus far during speed weeks. One driver we won't see, though, is Jonathan Davenport. Team engineer Vinny Giuliani tweeted that Speed Weeks is over for the 49 team. And Davenport's website shows the March weekend for the Outlaws at Revolution Park as the next race for Superman. So no East Bay and no Volusia for the 49. You can continue to watch the Lucas Lay models all week long live on MAV-TV+. Across the state at Volusia today, Dirk Hart Nationals gets going with a full program for the UMP Modifieds 604 late models plus sprint car practice. This week has traditionally started on Tuesday, but was moved up to Monday this year to allow Sunday to be an off day in between the two weeks at Volusia. So you'll have mods and 604 late models tonight with sprint car practice, mods and all-stars Tuesday and Wednesday, with mods and the outlaw opening weekend Thursday through Saturday is on tap. Volusia always draws a big uh, field of modified, so there's no reason to expect anything different there for uh, this year. The 604 land medals that are racing tonight, that's a makeup event from the Sunshine Nationals that happened a couple weeks ago. For the sprint cars, I'm guessing we'll be in the low 30s for car count for the week. Over the past 16 outlaw races at Volusia, we've averaged 33 and a half cars, with 36 being the most. With the All-Stars, their last six races at Volusia have averaged 34.8 cars, with 39 being the max. That happened back in 2019. Teams will get a couple of chances to be on track tonight before racing gets going with the All-Star opener tomorrow. Over the weekend, we got to see some new paint schemes for Craig Kinzer and Carson Macedo. Kinzer will run a black, white, and red scheme with Mesilla Valley Transportation on the wing side panel. And then Carson Macedo's JJR41 has a completely new look for 2022, with new sponsor Albar coming on board. The Crop Protection Chemical Company is the primary on the mostly white car with green and black accents. It's a sharp-looking ride and great to see some new companies getting involved with the World of Outlaws. Another sprint car team with some news over the weekend uh, was the McGee Motorsports 11. Parker Price Miller was set to run that car this season, but his fight against non-Hodgkin's lymphoma will keep him out of the car this week. He had originally planned on racing, but he's got another round of chemo coming up and decided to step aside. In his place, Kerry Madsen will pilot the machine in the upcoming races between Volusia and East Bay. Madsen is driving for Roth Motorsports this season, helping to develop that Toyota 410 engine, but his year in that car won't start until the spring West Coast Outlaw Swing. PPM hopes to be back in the car in time for the All-Star season opener later in the spring, the points opener, that is. Night one of Dirt Car Nationals can be watched live on Dirt Vision if you can't attend. We'll obviously continue talking about DCN all week. Thanks to some help from my friends over at USAC, I do have a Kaylee Bryson update. I missed the tweak from last week, but according to the series, she is set to race full-time in 2022 with the National Midgets for Keith Coons. There's not yet been a release put together, which is why I couldn't find it with a Google, uh, Google search, but it was mentioned in a tweet on the official series account last week. Thanks to USAC for that information, and good to hear she'll be back in the mix. She join, uh, joins Buddy Kofoid, Brenham Crouch, Taylor Reimer, and Bryant Wiedemann as full-timers announced so far for KKM. Bryson ran most of the races in 2020 and a little more than half the schedule in 2021. So for all intents and purposes, this will be her first full-time season. Over her last 49 appearances, she's got two top fives, eight top tens, and an average feature finish of 15th. She ended 2021 with a top five run at Ventura for Turkey Night, and then in January became the first woman to ever make a Chili Bowl Saturday feature. Bryson ended the night in 18th. 
Along with the full USAC National Midget Schedule, Bryson plans on doing some more pavement late model racing like she did in 2021, and she told Speedsport a few weeks ago that she's trying to go sprint car racing this year. In the piece from Adam Fenwick, she mentioned the possibility and that she was looking towards some 410 stuff. I certainly like that she's interested in a dirt future, especially at a time when it seems like so many want to go pavement racing. I would like to see her continue making strides, though, this season in the midget, continue to get some top 10 runs, kind of get some consistency going. She's actually yet to put together back-to-back -to -back top 10 finishes in her career in the midget. That USAC midget season gets going on Friday at Bubba Raceway Park in Ocala, Florida. We'll have more on that later in the week. And in other USAC news, Robert Ballou is set to attempt the full USAC sprint car schedule starting in a few weeks. He ran most of the races in 2021, but had to miss some shows, including that final West Coast trip, because he had to work. Ballou spends his week driving trucks to make a living and drives sprint cars on the weekend, so that took precedent. He's going to continue driving for, him, uh, for himself, and he could replicate uh, that early season success he had in 2021. He could be a factor. Last season, he had two wins, nine top fives, and 22 top tens, with a lot of those coming before July. If he could find that speed again out of the gate, a top five championship run isn't out of the question, especially with no KTJ and Wyndham in the field this year. He's got decent efficiency numbers and value numbers as well, and we know he can win. He was also second to only Brady Bacon in plus minus last season at plus 67. And that was with missing several races. We're about two weeks away from that opening sprint car weekend down in Florida. Another weekend racing, Zach Sabotka was a $3,000 winner in Sportsman Modified Action at Lakeview Motor Speedway. Tyler Nicely took down a UMP mod win at North Florida Speedway. Sam Seawright won the Ironman show at Boyd's. Ross Bales was the Southern All-Stars winner at Screvin. And Mark Smith and Davey Franick were USCS sprint car winners at Hendry County. There are four shows on the streaming schedule today. Dirt Vision has the first night of Dirt Car Nationals from Volusia. Map TV Plus has the Lucas Light models from East Bay. Speedsport has racing from Putnam County, and there is Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Monday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.